welcome back to uh, Beyond the Field podcast. We're up to episode 22 with my co-host Eason Asiwa. How are you, bud? Good, thanks. Great to be here. Also, you're sitting in the hot seat as an advisor along with Money Empire Senior Advisor, Goran Longcar. Goran, how are you? Pleasure to be here. Very well. This episode, boys, we are touching on house insurance. So, Goran, I'm going to throw it over to you. What does house insurance mean? Well, basically, house insurance means that um, an individual or a homeowner basically uh, takes out an insurance policy, basically to protect uh, themselves against an accident or an unforeseen event. So, if you don't have house insurance, you're saying that you're actually not protecting yourself against those events? Correct, yes. So, without it, you would obviously um, have to pay out of your own pocket to, um, you know, get... uh, maintenance and repairs done to the house or part of the house that uh, the damage was sustained on. So from a, um, a finance point of view, from a bank, why do banks require you to have house insurance upon settlement or refinance? Right, that's a great question. Um, well, the bank will obviously want proof from the uh, person who is purchasing the house that a house insurance policy is in place because obviously they are lending money to that individual uh, and holding that property in question as security. So they want to be satisfied that the uh, property is insured to release the funds. Yeah, so we hear the term sum insured all the time. Give us a rundown on what this is and what this means. Sum insured is what the house is insured for, total um, total sum insured. So in the event of a catastrophic disaster or in the whole house burned down, what it would cost to rebuild that house in full. So in layman's terms, when I think about that, I think, right, my house is worth, say, $1 million, but that's including the land. Yeah. How much is my dwelling actually worth? So if the house burns down to the ground... Obviously, the ground is not disappearing, the ground stays, so you don't need to insure the ground, it's insuring the dwelling. It's insuring the dwelling, so the actual house, what the physical cost to rebuild that house from scratch. Don't need to build, rebuild the land, that's already there, so if the house is insured for $500,000, then it's $500,000 to completely rebuild that dwelling. Right, okay, cool. Now, also, too, um, tell me, how do you work out the sum insured, boys, of a a property? Right, well... uh Pre all the earthquakes that occurred in Christchurch, basically all the uh, insurance company ha- insurance companies had a basic rule to insure all the houses as at two two thousand dollars per square meter. And uh, once that event event occurred, it was clear to see that that actually wasn't enough. And underinsured, just now. Underinsured, completely underinsured. It's the onus these days to compl- to put that onus on the homeowner mm-hmm. to tell their insurer what they want their house insured for. So if I'm a person who's going to insure my house, how on earth would I know? What's the best way to do it? The best way to probably do it, well, the proper way to do it would be to get like a um, surveyor to go out there to um, to the property and evaluate to give you a proper sum insured on, on what that amount would be. So time is money though. Time so is money. How, what's the easiest way to do it for people? Easiest way to do it would probably be to Google something called the Cordell Calculator, right. which will um, obviously the homeowner puts in their address and uh, that little uh, computer program spits out uh, approximate sum insured. And is that including GST or excluding? Yep, so that would be inclusive of GST, but for people out there who do take an insurance policy, just make sure to check with that insurance company whether their sum insured is inclusive of GIST or it's exclusive. Isa, the word excess on any type of insurance, but house insurance, 
Give us a bit of an overview. So the word excess is what essentially you would pay um, based on a size of a claim or an event that you make a claim. Okay, so higher the excess, lower the premium, lower the excess, higher the premium. Exactly, exactly. And they fluctuate quite dramatically from, say, having a low premium, say, $250 versus a higher premium of $1,000. Um, there's be a big difference in what the monthly premiums would be. So chuck it back to you guys, for the listeners especially. We see a lot of ads on TV, a lot of promotions, trying to get people to switch, especially to the cheaper premium. Why is cheaper not always better in this case? Look, there's a lot of um, insurance companies out there, and with obviously naming any names, that they all offer insurance products. And like we always say, having some type of insurance in place is better than not to have any. But look, different policies out there um, offer different things. And at the end of the day, you do get what you paid for. So for a company that... Um, uh, offers a certain type of insurance products that is uh, a lot cheaper than the rest, may or may not have different policy wordings when compared to someone that is obviously a little bit more expensive. What's the main thing that someone will claim on their house? Oh, probably something like uh, damage to a garage or in the event smash of a break window? and smash window. Yeah, so a lot of policies out there on house insurance don't actually include cover for glass in terms of excess payable. So. It's little things like that, but also there's different um, types of limits on things that uh, people claim for. So again, you get what you pay for. So the cheaper insurance product may not pay out as much as the more expensive. So what you're saying is go to an advisor, get them to do the work, check out the policies, the policy wordings, the limits on um, certain events, uh, and go from there. Tell us, uh, you boys will jump in here, what is... Especially when we're doing the finance side, what's the one thing that people always get caught out with uh, around renovations mm-hmm. yep. and insurance? Well, um, in terms of renovations, depending on the amount that they are getting done to their house, they would be very surprised to know that um, the renos or exceed a certain type of limit is actually not covered under their house insurance. Right. Okay. They don't do anything about it. Yeah, okay. So, um, and then um, I've seen it time and time again, something happens, the house is exposed to the elements, the triggers a claim, and there's no cover. Tell me, lastly, uh, old wiring in a home mm-hmm. is very common, when, yep. when you, especially when you're looking to buy one. What is the issue with insurance around old wiring? Yep, so pre-World War Two, so pre-1945, the codes of standard were a lot different back then in terms of wiring. Um, after that, the legislation around that uh, compliance changed dramatically. There's a lot of villas and old homes that are being sold on the market to this day, and I'd be quite surprised if the, purchase, the, the person who was looking to purchase it um, would actually know whether or not it's been rewired, because if, if it hasn't, it's a, it's a um, fire hazard. Fantastic. So if you're refinancing or wanting to buy a house, Jump on Cordell Calculator essentially as a, as a basic sum insured. See what you need to insure your house for. Touch base with an advisor or an insurance company. Work out the excesses again, sum insured, and that's how you're going to get to your premium. So, guys, I appreciate the time to give us a bit of an overview to the listeners and all you listeners out there. If you're wanting to build your empire, be on the field, come see us at www.moneyempire.co.nz. Cheers, boys. Thank you. Cheers.